the Work Life Flow podcast, where we moms take the reins of our lives, explore our options, question the status quo, and demand more from society. Here we come together to tell our stories and share tears of frustration as well as tears of joy. But most importantly, we come together to inspire you to create a work-life integration that works for you. So pour yourself your favorite beverage and come hang out with us. Welcome to Work-Life Flow episode 18. Today I wanted to share part of my story to becoming who I am today. Here I want to focus on some key moments that help me find my voice and I hope they'll inspire you to embrace your transformation. I learned in prenatal yoga that every one of us has a story and we can learn from each other. So please share your story. You never know who needed to hear it. And if you feel like sharing your story, you can tag me on Instagram at Kerstin um, underscore Kirchsteiger or DM me or email me. Like I said, I'm here to humbly listen. And so before I start with my story, I would really like to thank you for listening um, from the bottom of my heart. It is an honor knowing that you spend your time, your precious time with me on the podcast. I don't take that lightly. And if you enjoy it, I'd love for you to go and rate and review it so more people who would who could possibly benefit from it can find it. I'm forever grateful for your support. And if you like more awesome resources and tools delivered directly to your inbox, don't forget to sign up for my newsletter at www.kerstinkirchsteiger.com forward slash checklist. That's my, my opt-in. Um, so that's K-E-R-S-T-I-N-K-I-R-C-H-S-T-E-I-G-E-R.com forward slash checklists. Um, I know my name is difficult to spell, so I'll link to it in the show notes. Okay, then let's dive into my story. Um, I'm going to take you a while back. <laughs> so during my PhD, some friends were starting to have babies and I remember feeling the wish to have kids. Um, but back then, my partner, now husband, and I had lots of talks about the right time, and we both agreed that it wouldn't be a good time now that I was finishing up a PhD. So we postponed it. When we moved to California for my postdoc, suddenly my husband felt the urge to start a family. But in an academic career, there is never the right time. Most women I know actually waited to get pregnant once they started their assistant professor role, if they could get one, but that's another story. Aside from the issue that there never seems to be the right time to start a family, if you want to pursue a career, I feel I felt like I couldn't and didn't want to push it out any further because of my age. I had this urge, and thinking back, this might have been the first time my intuition took the driver's seat and called the shots. Maybe that's why I felt so uncomfortable, because my left brain suddenly was not in charge anymore. But I had no idea what it was to become a mother. None of my friends had had babies. I didn't have a predefined notion of what parenting should look like. And looking back, I'm eternally grateful to not have had any more opinions. It opened the possibility of finding my own way. And so when I got pregnant, I felt torn. I had terrible headaches in the first trimester and hated every day. During pregnancy, I remember feeling like losing my life. I had to stop the sport I loved because it was too risky for the baby. I tried to stay fit with yoga and swimming. 
In the early days, prenatal yoga was not enough exercise for me. There was a lot of talking and sharing stories, which I couldn't relate to back then. But looking back, I'm so glad I kept going. Because the more I dove into prenatal yoga and opened up to my fellow mamas, the more vulnerability I experienced by other moms, the stronger the bonds we forged. I felt capable of birthing my child naturally, and prenatal yoga definitely prepared my body and mind. I am so grateful for the space Shelley created for our journey from maiden to mother because I met some of my dearest friends there. When it came time to birth my son, it didn't go according to plan. Instead of the unmedicated natural birth I wanted, I had an emergency C-section. I felt defeated. I felt deceived by my midwife, by the medical system, by my body. I felt like I had let down my son by not giving him the best possible start. When we were released home, I felt overwhelmed. I was hurting, hardly could move myself, and had a newborn to take care of. This was not how I had envisioned my birth story. I cried, but I also felt an incredible amount of love towards this tiny human being. I remember the feeling of my chest hurting from love, almost as if it would burst any moment. A love that would transform everything in my life. Like I said, I was glad to not have had any parenting models imprinted on me, which is only partially true because I had my own lived experiences. But I felt like I could choose my way of parenting. And for me and my husband, it was attachment parenting. We also dove into EC, if you've heard about it, it's elimination communication or diaper-free baby. And we did baby signs to give our son a voice as early as a few months old. And we discovered Montessori. So we did a whole lot of things very differently to our experiences. When my in-laws visited, we shared our parenting approach with them. And it felt good to have clear boundaries. I had no problem speaking up for my son. I had a strong voice to defend this little being. So when we prepared for our second child, I had a miscarriage. My in-laws were just visiting and I remember the day we found out and told them. I was not ready to talk to others about it, but my mother-in-law told her children about it. And then one of them called me. I was furious. It was not on her to tell them. It was my experience, my story, on my timeline. Now, I understand that for her it was a way to process what had happened and she didn't think more of it. Maybe she even wanted to help me by taking it off my shoulders. But I still was furious, and so I told her that it had not been her story to tell. These were the moments I realized I was gaining confidence in voicing my needs. Later I got pregnant with my daughter. I knew I had to take steps to heal from the birth trauma in some way. So I processed it with birth storytelling and prepared for my second birth with prenatal yoga again. I prepared mentally and physically for an unmedicated VBAC vaginal birth after cesarean. I knew there was a chance to not have a successful VBAC. That time around I hired Shelly as my doula because I had felt like I hadn't used my voice in my first birth and needed support in voicing my needs. I did succeed with my VBAC. It helped me heal so much, not only my birth trauma. It showed me that I'm strong. I can get through difficult moments. It truly made me feel like I am invincible. 
So motherhood has made me a better person, I think, because I learned to identify my needs and ask for help. I know this is my story. Yours might be completely different, but what I wanted to share is that motherhood has had me listen to my intuition more. I'm not here to tell you that my story is the only valid one. Just the opposite. I wanted to share mine and let you know I hear and see your journey. I'm here to humbly listen to your journey. So often we say we lost ourselves in motherhood, but I think I truly found myself through motherhood. Yes, I did give up a lot of what I loved in the beginning. I forgot about what lights me up for a while, but I also found my true voice. I found a connection I had been yearning for and became the person to lead my life in an authentic way. I had no idea about what it was to become a mother. None of my friends had had babies like I said. I didn't have a predefined notion of what parenting should look like. And looking back, I'm eternally grateful to not have had more opinions. To me, it opened the possibility of finding my own way. So motherhood also has made me more open to being vulnerable, to share my story and accept my flawed self. It has made me strong enough to work through trauma, to be the rock my kids need in their lives, to be a rock for myself. Motherhood was the driving force to turn inside and question the stories I tell myself. It has made me more approachable, more relatable, more compassionate. I do not need to be perfect. I'm perfectly imperfect. Motherhood has released the shackles of what society wanted me to be. I can finally be true to myself. And I wish the same for you. Embrace the change. Take time to truly heal. Approach the new you with curiosity. And when you become your true self, celebrate every minute of it. So again, if you feel like sharing your story, you can DM me on Instagram or shoot me an email. Like I said, I'm here to humbly listen. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Work-Life Flow. As always, you can find all links and websites mentioned in the show notes. Make sure to get your copy of the four must-have checklists for kids so you can sit back and relax while they are getting ready on their own at kerstinkirchsteiger.com. That is www.kerstinkirchsteiger.com. And remember, keep being brave and share your story.